0: Welcome, everybody. I'm your host, Brian Basilico, and this is the podcast where you learn to make your business sizzle online. So are you ready to fry up some new business? Hey, peeps, I am uber excited. I have an incredible guest today. Her name is Pam Didner, and she's with a company called Relentless Pursuit. And today we're going to be talking about AI is... AI really going to change the world of marketing that's the question that we're going to answer today so Pam how the heck are you I'm doing
1: very well Brian thank you so much for having me
0: oh no it's such a pleasure I got to meet you through a bunch of marketing peeps down here in Raleigh and I was blown away by the kind of stuff you were talking about so I'm really excited to have you on the podcast but before we get started with the content I want people to get to know you and your journey and how you went From selling mind altering substances, liquor at a liquor (laughs) store in California, to using mind altering technology called AI. How did you go from that to that? What was your journey?
1: Oh my god! Um, do you actually have like two hours to go no. through this? But you got no, two minutes. I understand. <laughs> well, um, yeah, I worked in a liquor store actually when I was sixteen, and of course, um, when you were sixteen and working in a liquor store. Well, don't ask me why, but uh, things happened, and I uh, so I was uh, it was very interesting working in a liquor store at night, especially uh, that store opened literally until one a.m., and then you got a chance to see some up. Uh, interesting scenes and Mm interacting with different people. And then that was literally my first job. And then uh, I majored in finance and accounting. And uh, it's really kind of twist of fate that somehow led me into uh, become a marketer. And uh, it was a lot of like going back and forth and a very curvy journey. But you know what? Here I am.
0: (laughs) And you work for some big companies too, right?
1: Yeah, I did. I worked at Intel actually for uh, almost 20 years and um way back then, um the company actually encouraged people to move around mm-hmm. and to get uh, to actually get a different um a skill set, if you will. Um so I started in finance and accounting, moved to operations, supply chain. I was on the factory floor actually for several years um talking about supply chain disruption. I was doing that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then somehow I moved into um uh, um, event operations, So I was doing a lot of back end for event, then move on to event marketing. And then uh, somehow I ended uh, to do a global marketing strategies, which is set up a strategies for the geography, which is we have a six different geographies and then also over 30 uh, countries. So I set up a guidance in terms of the global marketing strategy and they use that as a guidance to create a marketing campaigns. So that was probably the best job I ever had.
0: Very cool. Yeah so how did you get into the world of ai and marketing and that kind of stuff
1: you know that was kind of interesting question and uh i um i have always been very interested in technologies and uh, given that I work in the tech segment and so it's v- it's kind of like a natural thing to do to kind of understand the technology part of it and what I have come to realize when I joined uh, the event marketing side of things and I have come to I come to see that how technology and innovation can actually make the events pop and um, then I started looking to oh my god and uh, search for example you know for when I started in the marketing there was no search And, um, then all of a sudden everybody was searching and then you need to understand search, especially search engine marketing and to, um, understand um how people actually use the keywords and then you need to think through in terms of how those keywords needs to be sprinkled into your content and also website so i started getting interested in technology and of course uh the the machine learning algorithm or artificial intelligence has become a very hot topic and that kind of got me into looking into how ai will impact the landscape of marketing
0: very cool So with that being said, what is the perceived problem with AI? What are people worrying about right now?
1: Well, it depends on your role. If you are marketers, you probably are thinking about, will AI take over my job? If you are business owners, you probably will be thinking, okay, what is AI's ramification uh, for uh, my products or possibly how I run the companies? So it really depends on what your roles and responsibilities are. and uh, but AI does have a massive ramification for everyone. And it, let's start it with ourselves. I mean when we get up in the morning or then we started doing a google search and you know we type a keywords and then the Google search will actually anticipate what we want to say. Right to finish our sentence, law search, and uh, when we start looking into Wall Street Journal or even New York Times or the Washington Post or Business Insiders, they will they will serve up. Um, the content that they think is tailored for you. And that's also machine uh, algorithm. It's a machine learning algorithm. Try to learn what you like to read, what you like to consume, and then serve the content to you. So the artificial intelligence is working behind the scenes like invisible hand that you just don't know about. It's impact us. It impacts us on everything we do, honestly, as long as we are using digital mobile phones or any
0: devices. Yep, totally makes sense. So, what is the real problem with this? What do we as business owners, marketers, need to really understand about AI?
1: Well, before I start with that, I kind of want to make sure um, in this specific podcast I define what AI is. Um, Artificial intelligence, if you think about it, is intelligence exhibited by machines to enable decision making, right? To make to help us make a decision or predict outcome. Mm -hmm which just help us to predict something or improve efficiency or make ourselves or whatever we do more efficient mm-hmm. so really artificial intelligence serves three outcomes for business owners or even marketers right help us making decision or help us predict what we're going to do like what our customers will do or replace some of the tedious tasks so we can focus on something more important Right. So that's really artificial intelligence. And really AI right now, the current AI is machine learning algorithm that I that I embedded into a software. You know, there's robotic arms, yes, there is might be Robots, but the a lot of those like a physical form of uh, AI tend to be uh, uh, focused on doing the task that's repetitively or focus on one task. They can do it competently. So it's not like this very complex AI robots can take over the human. Does that make sense? Maybe in the future they can, but currently um, the AI is really machine learning algorithm embedded into a software or certain kind of robot that do a very specific task.
0: Right. So we're not going to have to worry about Terminator for at least 50 Mm, years, right? Not yet.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Not yet. So with that being said, um, a lot of hype has been generated on the artificial intelligence is more kind of like language, uh, natural language processing platform. For example, Mm -hmm. there is something called ChatGPT, that was released on November 30th, 2022, which is this year.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Really, um, this is such a hype uh, probably in the past two weeks. After it was released, it was like, oh my God, if you type a, qu- a very sophisticated question, Chat GPT will actually make an effort to answer it mm-hmm. and interacts with you in a very conversational type of way. And the dialogue can happen back and forth Um, that the chat GPT will answer the follow-up questions, admit its mistakes, and challenge incorrect premises. So it's like, it's a next level. It's not like, oh, you ask Google or you Alexa, hey, Alexa, what's the phone number of blah, blah, blah. Hey, Alexa, what is a movie theater? You know, when will the movie theater open and uh, for that specific movie? It's a whole lot more complicated in terms of the interaction between the machine and human. So that's a Chat GPT, mm-hmm. and uh, then there's another one which is called Dali E2, and again, it was actually launched by Open uh, AI. This was released on January 5th, 2021, and this is a system that can actually create realistic images and art form mm-hmm. from the description of what you describe. If you gonna if you say something and type into a Dali E2 and say and uh, a panda can dunk. And they will actually create multiple different images to show you how Panda can dunk, right? Mm-hmm. So, um, so all of a sudden, people was like, oh my God, AI can actually create images. Then we probably don't need artists. Well, that's not true. Oh my God, artificial intelligence can create images. Then we don't need uh, a creative team. That's not true either. Because a lot of time when you say something to AI, And they will create multiple images, but that's not necessarily gonna fit your say your brain guideline, or it's not gonna fit into the context of what you want to say. You still need human to kind of source things out and select the right images. Does that make sense? So there's a lot of hype out there. Was talking about the AI is gonna take over people's job. Maybe in the future it will, but at this point. It still needs human to engage, to actually have a point of view, and to determine what kind of creative concept that was created by AI and makes sense and is appropriate for your brain.
0: Exactly. So
1: it's a lot of things I see what AI does right now is they create a first draft and the the humans still need to um, get in there. And also modify it and make it right for your companies or whatever marketing campaigns that you want to do.
0: I'm going to give a real-life example of that. Sure. So one of the things that is all the rage now on social media is all the marketers are playing with you know these apps on the phone that yeah. will take your photo and basically cartoon you. you I know,
1: know, I know. And, and the, the, it was created by AI, yes. And it created right. multiple different uh, options.
0: Yeah, but there's three things with that that are very important. Number one, I bought a pack of 100. So, it went through my pictures and gave me 100 pictures back, okay? Yeah, yeah. When I looked at those 100 pictures, I said, okay, that's not really me. That's not close. You know, I, I it still took a human to look at it and say, exactly. that's not how I wanted to perceive myself in the world, right? Yep. Mm-hmm. The second problem with it is that it you know, immediately people are looking at it going, that's not real, you know. Yeah. And, and so, you know, it does a great job with what it's supposed to do. But, you know, if you say, I want to make it more realistic, you can't talk to it and do anything with it. It has one thing that it does. And then the third thing that I've heard is that some of these AI systems are using pre existing art yeah. as background. So it's actually taking copyright infringement. Right, exactly. So it's doing those things. So that's, those are some of the things that I think AI, you know, it's really cool what it does, but you've got to edit. You've got to look at what's
1: there. I 100% agree. It's a first draft. I always say it's a first draft. Yeah,
0: Exactly. So now that we've got all that stuff, the context of everything that's about it, what is the solution? How do we as business people start looking at AI as a tool that we can use to solve real world business problems and help us make more money?
1: Yeah, so the way I would, um, you know, um, I would suggest um, that let's just use one specific example, right? And um, we know that there are tools out there, they call it AI uh, writing assistant tool, which is you can brief AI with um, a sentence or statement and then AI will write kind of like a blog post for you. And uh, there are many tools out there that can do that. And uh, for example, Writer, um, RYTR, Jasper, JSPR, Copy AI, these are kind of the writing assistant tool that you can brief AI by entering a specific um, topics or a paragraph, then AI will come up with a blog post for you right? So that is one functionality of using AI to write something. And uh, another thing is using AI to actually create some images, right? That's another way of doing it. And uh, so you need to think it through in terms of if you are business owners, and uh, you look at maybe on the HR side of things, you have to hire many, many people, and they are temp. And uh, for uh, your company, is it possible use AI to, say, source or select or screening thousands of resumes? And or you can look at um, your finance. Is it possible that uh, using AI to do automatically a photo screening of the incoming checks? Because now we are using how many times we got checks and we're using a bank app. We took a photo and they can recognize the total amount. And um of the, the the check so you need to think through like in terms of you how you run your business mm-hmm. what some of the tasks are tedious and most time-consuming is it possible that you can use some sort of ai-based type of platforms to make your job easier or it can replace the jobs that's repetitive and tedious
0: I love it. So with that being said, what are the steps you think that people need to take now moving into the new year to to educate themselves or to get themselves ready to utilize this technology? Because obviously, you know, people are pounding your inbox with, hey, have you thought about using AI? I mean, if I looked at every AI email I had, that would be a full-time job.
1: Yeah. So the way I would suggest in terms of the how or the steps and the one thing you have to realize is that the AI train has left the station. Okay, so the artificial intelligence is here to stay. Period. So it penetrates our lives now. Is going to penetrate a whole lot more. Okay, so that's the reality you have to embrace and also acknowledge, giving that that technology is permeates to pretty much every aspects of our lives and also. What we do our jobs, that it's kind of overwhelmed to say, oh my God, which one should I pick? Which one should I know? And what should I do? Right. So, the first things I would suggest, like my clients or anyone, is like, first of all, know yourself well. Right. Know that if you are, if your role is a business owner, right, know your company well, know the job function well, who is doing what, and understand where that the area that is not effective or is not productive and look at that area and see what you can do better. And as an individual uh, person, know your jobs, right? Like I said, if you are copywriters, well, then use open, then use copy AI, try it and see if that works and try it to actually brief them. They come up with something and then look at that and say, if that's something that you would write, and if not, how will you make it better? And then have the knowledge of what AI can do, then know that AI can do this, cannot do that, the pros and cons, and bring that to your management. Help them understand what AI can do, cannot do in that way that actually protect your job. Is that helpful? Yes. So understand your job well, know yourself well, and identify the area that you think the AI can help and proactively try it, use it, understand it, and to know what it can do, cannot do, then you can be fully confident and share that information with anybody. Say, AI mm-hmm. can do this, AI cannot do that. Therefore, here's my value add on this. So that's how I would suggest people to go about uh, understanding AI is try it.
0: And I agree. I know some writers that have used those tools and said, you know, it did this, it did weird, it didn't do it the way I wanted yeah. to. But I think that you can go in and utilize that as a base and edit it, and maybe it will give you a different idea. I mean, that's what AI does. It basically gives you, you know, its Mm input-output. So you have mm -hmm. opportunities to build on Yes,
1: or have a point of view, right, to showcase your expertise.
0: Exactly. So let's talk about the outcomes. And I know you don't have any specific stories, but what is – what's a perceived – you know, road for this. Do you think that it's it's going to accelerate a lot this year? Where is it headed? Where are we going?
1: Okay, with this? so nobody nobody really knows what the future will hold for AI, and I don't have the crystal ball and to tell you. I mean, really, there's some pessimists. And basically say, oh, it's going to take the human civilization down. We are completely doomed. But they are also optimists basically said, you know what? It's going to take human civilization to the next level and completely transform our lives. And I don't know, um, maybe somewhere in the middle, which is we all coexist for a long period of time. Mm -hmm. But one thing for sure is the AI is learning right it's a machine learning algorithm so they are learning fast about us and what we can do and it never stopped learning we shouldn't either so that is my that's my closing it's like that's not stop let's not stop learning that's also learn about ai as much as we can
0: I agree with you 110%. I think that, you know, the key to staying relevant in business is continue to educate yourself.
1: Very true.
0: Well said. Thank you. And I think that's exactly what we need to do with AI is it's a tool. It's a toy. It could be a moneymaker. You just have to play with it and see what it does, like you do with most software packages when you first get them. Exactly. It's awesome. Hey Pam, this has been amazing. It's been a lot of fun. I learned a lot. I'm sure my audience did too. People want to get a hold of you. What is the best way for them to do that?
1: Oh, I'm actually on every single social media channel except TikTok. (laughs) LinkedIn, reach out to me. I also have my own website, pamdinner.com, D-I-D N-E-R. Um, that's my last name. And uh, you know, Twitter, you can also tweet and reach out to me. Any channel. I'm there.
0: Excellent. Well, Pam, this has been great. You dropped some sizzling hot knowledge bombs on my peeps. I so appreciate you. And I look forward to seeing you again and having you back on the podcast.
1: Sounds great. It's wonderful being part of the podcast. And thank you so much, Brian.
0: Thank you for letting us sprinkle some bacon bits into your brains. Want some more? Learn more about this podcast and our guest experts at baconpodcast.com. Have questions? send them to Brian at baconpodcast.com. Until next time, keep sizzling. And remember, it's all about the bacon.